Hello and welcome back to Pop Tournaments Podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. It is September 7th, 2020. Um... I am Jake Wicker, and I am here with Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And um, remotely, we are here with Jennifer Schmidt. Hi, friends. <laughs> uh, Jennifer could not uh, be on mic tonight, but um, she is here with us in spirit. Uh, uh, she's working hard, uh, defeating the Scorpion King. He actually came back and... Uh, she was the only one who could uh, take care uh, of that problem. So be grateful. Uh, we wish we wish Jennifer luck uh, battling the Scorpion King uh, this weekend or uh, this holiday weekend. It's Labor Day. <laughs> uh, it's a time yeah, we should right. all be. We should all reflect on, uh, you know, who the the real heroes of our country are. The people who are out there every day fighting the Scorpion King. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and those laboring away. So um, did did you get Labor Day off? I did. It was, Hey, nice. And, you know, it's not a given for me. It just happens to be, you know, it's on a Monday, which is always my day off. So uh, I kind of lucked out there. Um, I, uh, I had a very nice little morning. We... Uh, went over to a friend's house and uh we watched the first couple episodes of season two of the boys um on amazon prime and uh ordered a pizza um from frank from philly and andrea pizza which is like a mouthful but their pizza is also a mouthful and Mm. it's a delicious mouthful Mm. it's like new york styles uh New York style, suh, excuse me. So you either um, eat it with a fork and knife, or you fold it over, or you just kind of get a mess all over your face. Is that what you mean by New York style? Yep. That's the one. I'm a folder. It just kind of naturally happens with with pizza like that. You kind of pick it up and it's like, it's either going to fall straight down, uh, or if you fold it, you know, it's like... Perfect. Like so, a, you get a good grease funnel, you know. Exactly. Good, yeah, right. You just right pour there. it right down the gullet. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love a good, good piece of zod. That's yeah. Uh, that's nice. How's the boys? The boys are good. Boys was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I liked season one a lot. Uh, season two kind of picks right back up. Uh, you know, I'm still kind of feeling it out. Uh, I. I don't have a report on it yet. I'll, I'll give more uh, more info once I'm a little bit further into it. Better in a group setting? Uh, sure. <laughs> trying to, sorry, not trying to put you on the spot. Just just trying to get you all tilted for today's yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's uh, it, it Labor Day weekend. Here we are, and uh, it's a it's an interesting Labor Day weekend. You know, normally we would be doing our first annual 
live broadcast from a uh, state fair park and ride parking lot. But, uh, you know, state fair not going on, so we can't do our live broadcast from the parking lot. So thanks a lot, government. Yeah, right. No, but uh, there's no reason to be at any sort of events like the state fair right now. You don't want to get all next to each other. Uh, So hope everybody is having a fun Labor Day weekend. It's been beautiful weather, so I hope everybody's been uh, able to get out there and enjoy it. Um, I just mowed the lawn again. I, every time we record, I feel like I'm talking about mowing the lawn or doing some sort of stupid lawn work. But uh, it's very you know normcore. That's <laughs> well, that's what comes from being a privileged person that gets to mow the lawn every week. So sure. that's that's my privilege. That's a, and, it's like kind of a humble brag. Like, yeah, I have a lawn. <laughs> it might look like shit, but I have it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, we're here to, uh, catch up on our eighties and nineties, one hit wonders, uh, tournament. It, uh, has been an interesting goings of sort, uh, been a few upsets, uh, that we've talked about on previous episodes and, uh, going forward, uh, the tournament is looking uh, a little interesting, uh, but, uh, the most recent updates we have are the seven versus twos and, uh, if it's okay with you, Ryan, uh, start in the 80s side of this. Yeah, that let's, sound good? let's just dive on in. Um, right away, we had uh, the safety dance uh, pretty handedly over Let the Music Play, uh, 116 to 38. Um, probably saw this coming. It, uh, safety dance probably could have been a number one seed in, in you know other people's perspective. But, um, man, Let the Music Play. It's a song that deserves respect, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, this was a bummer. Um, You know, I feel like with a lot of these, uh, you know, the songs that I really love and have passion for, it's always cool to see people come out in the comments section and stand for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was it was cool to see people defending it in the comments. But yeah, it's a it's a bummer to see a song that, you know, is part of my day-to-day life like let the music play it's not for me it's not a game it's not like let's listen to 80s music and have a have a you know members only jacket party it's like i listen to this all the time this is just my life i i remember when i found my first I, I, I think it was one of my uncles had probably left it at my parents house but i i found a members only jacket in a closet uh, and was so, so very excited um, to try and wear that out and look cool. Th- this was in the 2000s, by the way. I was, oh, I was yeah. trying to be ironic. Yes, of course. Yeah. And failed miserably. But uh, Members only jackets are pretty sweet. Like, they, I, I would still definitely wear one. Oh, of course, of course. It's funny. I actually, uh, it's I'm not going to spoil, but for some strange reason, I get, I always get Let the Music Play uh, confused with another song that's coming up uh, later in our discussion here oh. on the 80s side. Yeah, I know it's weird. And I don't know why, but uh, I will make sure and mention it when we get there. Right. Um, after that, we had uh, Melt With You um, in the fire matchup uh, over Beds Are Burning. <laughs> <laughs> this was 
the pyromania matchup. No, no matter how uh, unhot the score was, uh, 89 to 46, melt with you. Uh, this was the fire matchup. Uh, the thing I always associate melt with you is the all the different commercials. I know we touched on a few before, but uh, especially the Taco Bell one. Yeah. I, I went back and watched that uh, commercial on YouTube. I still can't tell. Is, is it Andy Sandberg in that? Or is it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd have to revisit it. We, we might have to. We'll, we'll post it on uh, uh, as a link on this uh, on this episode and let let you guys decide because it it's it's really hard to tell. And he's not nobody's credited on IMDb for this commercial. So it's huh. huh. Yeah, but um, beds are burning. It got it got a lot of love in the comment section. Again, yeah, and this was actually a little bit closer. Uh, you know, this is it. It got past the halfway point. You know, it didn't get doubled up. Yeah, uh, quite. So if if that's the metric you're looking at, uh, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't totally destroyed, um, but. Uh, you know, it, I, I think that, uh, uh, I melt with you might be in trouble come round two. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, you know, it didn't get quite as much love as I was expecting. And for a song like beds are burning, which, you know, I think there was love for, um, but it, it, you know, it's not. I don't know. It, it's not the cultish song that that some of these other lower seeds are. For it to come out and you know put up a fight against "I Melt with You," uh, you know, makes. I, if I were, if I was I, modern English right now, I would be shaking in my boots. <laughs> well, unfortunately for beds are burning, much like our co-host Ryan Barrett, it had too many awkward pauses oh, boy. throughout the song. <laughs> Dun, dun. <laughs> tick, 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 tick. <laughs> that's how uh, that goes uh, that's funny <laughs> uh, moving down uh, we had uh, Your Love one of my favorites one of my early favorites Your Love uh, over Voices Carry don't want to lose it yeah you don't want to lose it um your love, uh, another another one of those uh, parodied SNL songs. I really liked. I don't know, Ryan. Do you remember that uh, sketch they did with your Which, love? With your love? Yeah, I don't think I do. Uh, it was the uh, uh, it was the kid from the Hunger Games. Uh, the 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 not so. Um, Peta. Yes, whoever whoever he was, he was hosting, yeah. and uh, essentially it was a straight on. Uh, reenactment of the lyrics of the song and uh, uh, the girls just uh, constantly going, wait a minute, your, your girlfriend's out of town and you want to cheat on her with me. And then you want me to keep it quiet. Sounds hilarious. It does. Doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can catch all those uh, SNL reviews <laughs> on uh, my Q and on page. Uh, that's uh, I, I don't, I don't know if I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll have to check it out. Oh, no, no, no. Um, You're not going to let me give you my QAnon handle? Sure. It's uh, at fartsnorkel69. 
on QAnon.com. Um, but uh, w- one thing I wanted to mention about Voices Carry is I remember up until like, you know, it wasn't like a when I was a kid thing. This is, you know, in the early 2000s. I thought that the lyrics were hush, hush, keep it down. This is Carrie. Like she was saying her name. Um, And it's just kind of funny now. It's just such a statement. Like it'd be such a weird lyric. Like, shh, keep it down. By the way, this is Carrie speaking. <laughs> why, why are you giving away all the secrets to Lady Gaga's new single? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like something she would do. Yeah. Hush, hush. This is Gaga. Yeah. Hush, hush. Keep it down now. This is Gaga. <laughs> um, and then uh, rounding out our last uh, seven versus two on the 80s side, we had uh, 99 Loof Balloons. Easily um, over I Can't Wait, but um, let's not uh, let's not quickly dismiss I Can't Wait. Uh, fantastic song here. Um, this is, this is the one I, for some reason, I always get confused with let the music play. I don't know why it it makes sense. It's a similar, (laughs) you know, it's in the same genre. So, um, and the, I think it makes sense Yeah, when you're trying to think of the, the refrains or, or the hook of the song, like the, the beat to, uh, I can't wait. You could definitely do let the music play too so that's yeah. i'm i'm just i'm a stupid suburban kid i'm sorry i'm i have no idea what i'm talking about baby <laughs> let the music play <laughs> it happens but um yeah i it, it's uh it was a uh, it was a tough matchup for uh, i can't wait but uh and you see what i was saying earlier about the the modern english versus midnight oil band uh matchup how they didn't double the score mm-hmm. uh if you look over to that matchup 110 to 31 that was over tripled mm-hmm. so just doing some quick math here i'm showing off for my old math teacher miss hegley Shout out, Hegley. Yeah, I uh, barely passed her classes <laughs> pretty much every time. So proud to be where I am now. I'm like a regular Will Hunting these days. Well, well. I was mul- doing all kinds of multiplying, dividing. I don't know what to say there. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you great? choke on that. Wouldn't that be great if in Good Will Hunting, if he was just like, uh, 30 goes into 110 like three times, plus some bonus. Like, (laughs) this is crazy. And then then Stellan Skarsgård's like, wow, you're a genius. I think think Stellan Skarsgård was just constantly saying, thank you for letting me be in this movie. Yeah, he that that was my introduction to him. Uh, he, I like him a lot. Th- was that your introduction to the Skarsgård family? I, I believe it was. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and runs deep. It sure does. Um, and I think we've been talking about um. For our next tournament, I know we said we're going to do something with scary movies. I think it's going to be all 
Skarsgård v. Sarsgård uh, related. So just another little spoiler. Um, we're going to get our favorite 32 Stellan and Alexander Skarsgård movies and put them up against our 32 favorite Peter Sarsgård movies. Yeah, you you might have misheard us. It was our favorite Scar movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good save there. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's got to throw you a life jacket yeah. every now and then. Appreciate um, that. So speaking of life jackets, we'll jump over to the 90s side. And, um, Cantaloupe. Coming in, uh, it could have been a number one seed, but a number two seed uh, over missing uh, 75, 38, you know, a little uh, lower vote total on that one. But um, I think Cantaloupe might have a chance here to move on to the final four. This is going to be an interesting um, bracket on that on that quadrant. Yeah. Um, what do you I, think, Ryan? Rhythm of the Night got a lot of love. That was in a in a really close matchup with uh, Unbelievable in round one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, I mean, pulled 95 votes versus Cantaloupe, which crushed Missing, but only got 75 votes. Right. Um, you know, I think that could be, I think that's going to be a really good matchup i have no idea where it's gonna fall though um yeah yeah and you know may, no, may the no, best disres- song win. no disrespect to to missing i um we are uh uh and saturday night live uh happy podcast here and uh shout out to the mango sketch um with missing unfortunately they don't have any of the good ones on youtube so you can't look any of those up Sorry about that, but um, uh, if you ever get a chance, check those out. Uh, a good use of that song. Do, is there anywhere where you have like summaries of each of the the versions of the Mango Sketch? So first, Garth Brooks uh, goes to a uh, bar because his team is taking him out for the night, and they first discover it's a um, bar where people remove clothing. He's not happy about that already because he's a country superstar <laughs> yeah. but then they realize imagine if tmz a, was there right and then they realize it's a bar where men remove clothing oh, and scandalous. oh it all goes downhill from there but uh we'll leave that for another episode the uh the finality of that story so <laughs> cliffhanger <laughs> uh, cliffhanger indeed uh that's that's a easy uh uh I don't know, a cliffhanger. Sure. That's it. All right. <laughs> After that, uh, you got to be over counting blue cars. This was a domination, uh, even bigger than our last one. Um, and I love You Gotta Be. This is a great tune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You Gotta Be great. Very, like, uh, it reminds me a lot of those, like, posters they used to have, uh, you know, all over at school and stuff that would say like, you know, courage. And then, you know, it'd be like people in like whitewater rafting or something. You know what I mean? And it it, it would say like courage. And then underneath it would say, uh, you know, like if you're not scared, you can't be brave or something like that. That's basically like, uh, you know, you gotta be as like that come to life, uh, platitudes, 
Uh, but it's a, it's a great song. I mean, it is honestly like, A, it's a banger, but B, it's like, I feel like it's pretty uh, inspirational. Um, oh, indeed. Counting Blue Cars is a really good song, too. Um, and... They, they they were the first to, uh, maybe not the first, but uh, first to be recognized as uh, considering God as a female in a song. Um, at least that's what Wikipedia says, but hmm. uh, I don't know if we should give them credit for Groundbreaking that. stuff. Seriously. Have super you, groundbreaking have, stuff. Have you ever heard the Blue Man Group cover of Counting Blue Cars? I have not. There's no lyrics, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> All BBC pipes. <laughs> Which, do they still only count the blue cars? <laughs> yep. Oh, seems kind of prejudiced. <laughs> yep. Uh, after that, uh, we had uh, Groove is in the Heart uh, over I Try. Um I, I also, another one of my favorites, Groove is in the Heart. I think it's got a really good chance to go a long way. Um, I Try, a fantastic song. Uh, love the comments from uh, David uh, David P. Uh, talked about seeing Macy Gray open up for David Bowie. Oh, wow. And, I missed that. Yeah, that was, I mean, I would love to have been at that show. What an amazing opportunity there. I know just for, um, just for Macy Gray alone. I mean, she is a <laughs> legend. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Bowie set was a little weird that night, apparently. <laughs> um, but, uh, groove also, you know, we talk about, uh, pop culture references. I like that it had been featured in big mouth recently as um um they they took donations for planned parenthood um the way they used the song in the show talked about uh one of the parents uh you know uh, journey through uh the difficulty of you know not wanting kids and then wanting kids and whatnot and it was a great way to show that and so i thought that was a cool pop culture reference yeah that the song had recently it's a great song uh, i saw it there was a, a woman who was at my restaurant last week who was wearing a dress that was very like reminiscent of the lead singer of D-Light. And I almost said <laughs> something to her like, that's like such a cool look. You kind of remind me of the singer from the band D-Light. But then I was like, eh, maybe I'll just keep this one to myself. You never know. Maybe she hated D-Light. Maybe, 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 maybe she, she stole her look. Maybe it was a Rage Against D-Light kind of <laughs> vibe. <laughs> you never know. You don't want to make that mistake. No. Um, and then uh, rounding out our uh, sevens versus twos. And I think I think this might have been the the biggest one you know very very close we had a we had a lot of huge defeats but uh this is how we do it 108 to 25 over i touch myself uh, i have 35 here oh 35 uh, yeah oh then i was wrong look at me but it still you know that's like uh that's just over three times uh the score 
if I'm uh, if I'm doing that math right, Miss Egley. I'm I'm really surprised that I'm not surprised that this is how we do it. One, but in this time of quarantine, I'm surprised that an ode to masturbation got this little love. I voted for I touch myself. I oh, think, of course uh, you did. I think it's uh, just like a really great pop song. And I think that This Is How We Do It kind of suffered from the same thing as, you know, I said about Torn in the last episode, where it's just like noise to me. I've heard it so many times that it's it's hard to um, separate it from, you know, just the sound of life, you know. It doesn't really you, sound like music. It sounds like background noise. You know, you you must not have been a uh, Austin Powers fan and falling asleep to that DVD every night and having the yeah. I touch myself scene playing over and over again. No, I I I'm a I'm I'd say on the on the scale of like one to ten, I'm probably like a four. On my Austin Powers fandom. Like, I really liked the first one a lot. I would say I even loved it when it came out. And then I thought the second one was, like, not very good. I never saw the third one. I don't even know if there were more after that. On a scale of do I and make you horny, (laughs) you probably fall in the the area of... I fall in the area of Randy. (laughs) you found the area of basil yeah um but uh that rounds it out for our sevens and twos um gets us into the second round uh we've all been voting on the second round for a couple of days here but um we got some interesting matchups coming up i think um you know we've got uh saint elmo's fire versus i melt with you that's a that's another fire matchup. That oh yeah, get hot. Is it gonna get hot? I think so. I mean, I melt with you. Just can't catch a break. As far as uh, you know, staying away from fire. <laughs> trying, trying. Um, then we, you know, we've got. Uh, I think another fun one's gonna be Rhythm of the Night versus Cantaloupe. I I think that's uh, kind of a. Uh, that early '90s, you know, tone of uh, of uh, just you know hit music, like what what's going to come out there, um, depends on what people associate with more. Yeah. Um, the the one I'm really looking forward to, just kind of looking through this '90s bracket, is uh, Flagpole Sitta versus Groove Is in the Heart. Um, I I think Groove Is in the Heart is going to win. But there was a lot of love for Flagpole Sitta, so um, I think that one could be close. I'd also like to just, uh, you know, in the last... I I didn't pick a winner or anything, but I did mention twice that the matchup I was most looking forward to of the second round was Baby Got Back versus Return of the Mac. And I was so, so, so happy that Return of the Mac took down the behemoth behind of Baby Got Back. (laughs) That was crazy, yeah. Just so, we'll, and we'll get into it more on uh, yeah. on our next episode. But uh, we've had some really, really close matchups lately. 
Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think that groove is in the heart versus flagpole sitter. That's, uh, it's going to be an interesting one. That, yeah. Uh, I just, also just, think, I also think it takes two versus 99 Luft balloons could be a low key, really close matchup. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I that, hope that'll be interesting. I I I hope ninety nine Luth balloons has enough ammo to uh to move on because I think it could take down Iran. I think it could move on to the final four. I think it could be the champion of the bracket because it's that great of a song. But it takes two. I mean, got a hundred and eight votes and just beat the tar out of too shy in the first yeah. round. So, who knows? That's gonna what, be a. Uh, you you know, Aquadijan is a, a fan on Facebook, and who? he says nobody takes down Iran. Oh, gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. Damn you. Sorry. If you would have said Iron Sheik, I would have. Uh, <laughs> I would have gotten it. <laughs> Was he from Iran? I think so. Okay. Well, tune in for our uh, obscure WWE wrestlers uh, tournament. WWF. Yeah, WWF. Fuck, fuck the World Wildlife Foundation. <laughs> no, don't. Sorry, sorry. Protect all animals. But also, come on, just share that moniker. Like, like let them have it. We can have two WWFs. Think about how much money professional wrestlers could raise for the World Wildlife Foundation. Totally. Yeah. If if every kid uh, who wanted to buy tickets to go see a wrestling match went to the World Wildlife Federation and donated $150 and thinking they were buying tickets, uh, you know, that's a that's and, a win-win. And if every oh, wrestler gave 10% of his steroid budget to the World Wildlife Foundation, that would raise a lot of money, too. Yeah. They don't do steroids anymore. I'm sorry. I, I should not be smirched the good names of all those steroid users. I'm sorry. Abusers. <laughs> um, I did want to say, I'm actually excited about I Wish versus uh, This Is How We Do It. Yeah. I feel like that is a that 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 is a uh, suburban white kid's nightmare. It's going to be a tough one. Between those two songs. <laughs> Those are two very beloved tracks, and that's one of the, you know, I've, there's, oh my god, I'm just realizing in the 90s bracket, uh, in those bottom matchups, it's all the favorites won. So, I mean, you've mm-hmm. got the two th- two seed versus the three seed in all four matchups there, yeah, it... um, as opposed to the 80s where it's uh, two versus six, two versus six, two versus six, two versus six. Two versus six, two versus six. So none of the three seeds in the uh, 80s won. Yeah, yeah, but it's going to be it's going to be tough. I mean, uh, you know, get your uh, get your board shorts out. Got to get those board shorts going. Get your 90s uh, look on. Prepare to wish to be a little bit taller. Yeah. And uh, decide what you're going to do on Friday night, because this is how we do it. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm terrible at this. I'm sorry. The party uh, is here on the west side. <laughs> uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you, you know, because of we've had some weird matchups here, like how do you feel about 
the the way the voting's been going, you know, does uh does an extreme defeat does that mean everybody's more passionate? Does a really close matchup mean everybody's more passionate? Um, how how do you feel about the results so far? Um, you know, I think that I I don't know. I think that's a tough question to answer. I I, I can tell you. I think that uh, a narrow defeat is more heartbreaking. <laughs> than a you know getting trampled where like you you open the the matchup 20 minutes after it starts and it's you know 37 to 3 and you're like oh okay the i guess uh i guess let the music play is not going to sneak out a victory here. <laughs> but um but you know when you have like um, one of those matchups where it goes right down to the wire and it's going back and forth. Like, you know, we'll talk about it more, uh, in the next episode, but, uh, what's up versus torn yeah. where it was like, it was like 10 30 and I'm like, Oh my God, what's up is up by like seven votes. Now there's no way that torn is going to come back and win. There and then I checked some- it like an hour later and it's like torn's up by four now. So it's, uh, you know, I think that's that's more heartbreaking for sure than just getting it over with, pulling the Band-Aid off right away. Um, as far as, like, passion, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's tough to say. Um, I think that most people just kind of go with their first instinct. And, um, you know, because there are a lot... I, I think that there are a lot of times, I mean, just kind of speaking for myself where it's pretty easy you know you look at it and you Mm -hmm. go i love this song i don't care for this song or i hate this song and i'm all right with this song or i love this song and i just kind of like this song you know um every once in a while there'll be one where it's like i have no idea who to vote for right now um there was one last week where i was just like uh i have no idea um I can't remember what it was, but it was um, it was a really tough one, uh, and it wasn't tough because it was my two favorite songs. It was tough because I was just like, oh, it was Who closing. Wanna... It was closing time in Love Fool. <laughs> I was just like, eh, like I want to. I'm gonna give a preview to everybody. I'm I'm gonna pause you here and give a preview to everybody. Finally, we have defeated the scourge that is closing time. <laughs> we have taken it down, and Love Fool has moved on. We'll we'll get into that more in our next episode. But um, I have to say, and I I completely, completely and wholeheartedly discourage troll culture, and you know taking joy in other people's defeat, but. I do I do really enjoy it when when something is losing so heartedly and somebody in the comment section is like, How is this losing? How can they you know <laughs> and I and I agree with them. Like majority of the time I, I'm completely agreeing with them, but it does uh again, that's why we do this. This we gotta find ways to make this all fun. That's that's what makes it fun, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
Well, cool. I think that uh, I think that about wraps it up for uh, what we got on this week's episode. Um, looking forward to more uh, second round matchups and uh, moving on into the elite eight of this tournament. Um, and then uh, we've teased it and kind of talked about, but uh, we should have our. Uh, I guess the best way we're calling it is the you know most iconic scary movies of the last 50 years iconic scare or iconic horror movies of the last 50 years yeah i think th- that's a good way to start it is to yeah. think of iconic movies because it's uh you know that's a a way to make sure that the most popular movies get out and the and the ones that are great quote unquote capital g are in the tournament um, but I feel like we, you know, it's hard to vote on how iconic something is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think that, you know, ultimately we'll have to vote on how much something is liked. You know what I mean? So like, right, right. Favorite scary movie or something like that. Yeah, but, of course. But, um, yes, it's going to be scary movie related. All Stellan Skarsgård. But all scary <laughs> movies, um, and um, well, you know everybody that that's the tough thing. Uh, just so so people know how much effort we put into this, that we're not just throwing things at the wall willy nilly. You know, everybody has a different opinion of what is scary to them or what is their favorite horror. You know, in that genre. So we're trying to make something that uh, appeals to everybody in that genre. So. Um, but also includes Stellan Skarsgård. So yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty big, uh, Venn diagram, surprisingly. <laughs> um, no, and you know, there are definitely that, that's a great point that, you know, there are definitely, um, certain movies that don't scare people at all, or, you know, wouldn't like, I know the movie Jesus camp, I see listed <laughs> on a lot of people's scariest <laughs> movies of all time. Um, which definitely is true to some extent. And there's other movies, you know, like the movie I talked about, um, I think with our first uh, Questos and Recos, uh, Boys State, I mm-hmm. would say has a little air of that too, where it's just like, God, this makes me feel really uneasy for some reason. Um, but, you know, we're kind of looking at classic horror movies from the last 50 years. Yeah. Um so so we're we're limiting it to from 1970 to 2020. We're breaking it down into four separate brackets or four separate categories um that kind of cover different areas or subgenres of horror movies. So um yeah. it should be it, it's going to be a new method to to making a bracket um not only um uh, with having different genres and different uh different subgenres and different quadrants but also i think this time you know like like with anything you know the the more we uh the more we do this the the better we get at it or the better we think we're getting at it um and i think that you know we learn things with every bracket we put out um and one thing I think we learned is that 
we do have to put more stock in how popular things are. Um, and so I think that, um, taking something like how iconic movies are, um, and, and taking that approach as opposed to what our favorite horror movies are, um, is going to make for, uh, ranking seatings that make a little more sense to everybody and there's not going to be anything like oh how come uh baby got back is an eight seed that doesn't make any sense you know this will be should be a little bit more black and white uh where you know you'll uh it, it will kind of make make sense to everybody well i will agree with you that we have learned some things um I think we have learned that our voters are crazy having voted closing time over how bizarre. That's the first thing we've learned. And secondly, I've learned that you're crazy and I want to live in the gray area instead of the black and white. Interesting. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All, no. All we hot see- takes. I, I love <laughs> all the fans. I think they're really, really smart and I really value all their opinions. So. No, we really do. I want to, and I want to give a quick shout out to just anybody and everybody right now. Uh, took a look at um, how many people and where people are listening to the podcast from, and it is extremely scattered. It's not a huge number of you that are listening to us. Um, well, but you know what more that's more love to you we don't have to spread out the love as much with uh, less listeners but the listeners are spread all over and i really appreciate that it makes me happy that uh we can provide some goofy fun to different people all over the the board and uh that's what we're here for so can yeah. can i make one quick reco before we sign off here i would love for you to hold that quick record. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I would love for you to make a quick record. I would love for you to shut the fuck up and let me close this show. <laughs> uh, so, uh, me and Jake are both, uh, you know, in the deep end of fantasy football right now. We, I, I just had my, uh, my only redraft fantasy football draft yesterday uh jake has had a few but he just finished his one of his drafts today um so this is something that both of us are really passionate about we both uh you know it's fantasy football fantasy sports are like a big part of our lives as well um but football in general one of the best pieces of football related entertainment every year is hard knocks on HBO. Um, it's whether or not you like football or care about football. I wholeheartedly recommend this show. I have had people that I've like watched it with who are not into football at all. Don't know any of the players names and are like, go home and continue watching it and like call me and say like, Oh my God, I can't believe that. So-and-so didn't make the team. Because like it's it sucks you in. It's kind of like a documentary version of something like Friday Night Lights or something because it does kind of take it off the field too. And you get to see these players at home uh, with their families and uh, 
you know, kind of see what their day-to-day lives are like. Um, it has Lee Schreiber as the narrator who is like, at this point, legendary status in the narration game. Hmm. Um, he is so good on that show. I mean, it's going on like probably 15 years now that it's been on the air and it's like five episodes, but every year it's just like gold for five weeks. It's so good. And this year, you know, because of COVID, um, it's, it's a weird year for the show. It's definitely not the best year, but it's one of the best pieces of COVID content that I've seen. Um, it's really, really fascinating to get an inside scoop on how the NFL is managing, uh, you know, opening with uh, COVID protocols. And it's really, really cool, interesting, fun, funny, highly recommend. Um, it's uh, it's on HBO Max. Um, you know, all the past seasons are on there too. But uh, yeah, great show. Check it out. You know, you made me think of something uh, as you were talking. Um, how there has to be a way to, you know, shorten or a hyphened version um, because it's going to come up so many more times as we go forward in the entertainment world. How do we shorten because of COVID? Oh, boy, do, that's do, a great question. Do do we say BOC? I think DTC due to COVID. DTC. Or D2C. D2C, yeah. D2C? It also just, sounds like down to something, like down to clown. Well, I just, you know, I, I was going for this job, but then I had a D2C. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see? I think that would ju- work. Juicy D2C. <laughs> <laughs> I had a real juicy D2C. Uh, yeah. We solved it. Yep. We got it. All right. So, um, yeah, if you uh, if we're looking to hire people and you got to give us a a Detusi, we understand. <laughs> so, uh, well, that wraps it up for uh, this week's episode. Uh, thanks for joining in, and uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye.